0: I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome Welcome to to Burf Barf. Barf. Where to begin? Oh, man. Uh, This is really the first time in a long time where I felt like I have so much to say, and I'm excited to talk about it.
1: (laughs) On this week's three-and-a-half-hour-long episode <laughs> of Burp <Burr, laughs> We talk about one thing. Buckle in and enjoy. And if you're not into hearing about the Barkley Fall Classic, well then, be gone. <laughs> just kidding. You just might want to skip this episode. But nobody will. Perhaps.
0: I, yeah. I'm actually sitting here bewildered right now by all the scratches on Annie's arms. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you so effed up from this race before. Andy
1: made a good point that because I... So I had gloves because they're definitely a good tool piece of equipment to have for the power line cuts, so the off-trail segments, but I decided not to put them on because I just didn't feel like I needed them. I, but, I didn't feel like I I feel like I needed them maybe twice. Yeah. but for, Very briefly. But Annie made a good point that because I didn't have gloves, maybe I was using my arms to sweep
0: things out of mm. my face instead of, like, mm. grabbing them and yeah. moving them, but
1: yeah, I look like I got into a
0: bar fight with a cat. Yeah, you do. I only have tiny, tiny ones, but there was a point where I was going up right where I just had my, my hands in real tight, and I just had my head down, and I was just, like, like a fish going through water, Yeah, I just, that was my only option. Yeah,
1: it's funny, because were you on a pretty, like, well-worn path up rat Jaw by yeah. the time you went? Yeah. Andy made it sound like he somehow ended up, like, not, like, literally off the beaten path, because he was talking about going through the briars, and I was like, oh, honey, no, there was definitely... There was a path. There was a path. Yeah. Granted, it
0: was... It was, there was a lot of switchbacks. It was which, very zigzaggy. Yeah. Maybe were, not necessary.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not the one in the front doing the work. Yeah. One yeah. of the
0: many benefits of, of being not a being an elite. <laughs> Let's go back. Yes. So, um, I'm not going to start with the day before the drive. I'm going to start with the morning of. Although,
1: I do think there are a few things worth recapping from oh. the day before. And we can do like a quick rundown. But, okay. Uh, most notably, you were sick. I also did not feel good. You did did not not tell me that. I did not talk about it because I was like, I cannot give this weight. By the time we went to sleep on Friday, I felt like garbage. Like, where you have, like, sleepy eye, like, sleepy hot Mm -hmm. eyes, and Mm -hmm. I had kind of dealt with some sickness earlier in the week where I had gone into full couch nest mode.
0: It's amazing the things you don't tell me. Yeah, I just,
1: you, it's the same thing with, like, crying where you just, during a race where you just have to smash it down in the box instead (laughs) of. Leaning
0: into it at all, so or be a big pitiful baby like me and talk yes. about it all day
1: long. Yeah, so being uh, being sick ish. Uh, I think we we're both sick ish. And then uh, we got to pick up our course maps and stuff, which mm. was a high level of stoke. Laz was, had just gotten literally just got done with his yeah. LazCon, Con, which was awesome. Got to see Jared Campbell. You'll notice that I said see Jared Campbell if yeah. I could pick up. Because, we did not talk to him. Uh, couldn't do it. I just no. couldn't bring myself to do it because all all I had in my. Uh, in my desire of things to say to him was you're Jared Campbell, <laughs> so I did not I did not do that. Um, and I think probably one of the most notable things about the day before is that our entire house of five people went to sleep at 7:30 p.m. Everyone else went to bed right, yes. right after me. You didn't know that? Yes, no. we all were in bed. By I was like looking at the time on my phone 30. in bed. By 7.30. That's amazing. It was awesome. Because I
0: got in bed at 7 and happily drugged myself into a new yes. state of, of transcendence. <laughs> but it was not
1: just you. So that's why everybody woke up Saturday morning like, like it was Christmas yeah, Day. Like, was the best feeling. Yeah, because everybody slept from 7.30 until 4.30.
0: Even a little bit later, yeah, like 4.30. Yeah, 4.45. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I slept from 7 to 4.45. Oh man, I needed it so badly because I was feeling like hot trash and I had taken Dramamine to make myself feel better in the minivan and that had made me more sick. Yeah. It made me feel like I had gone into like an accidental coma Mm -hmm. and then I never really came out of that lethargy. So the sleep was good, um, but I still woke up with a pretty bad cough. Yeah. And she continues to have this cough, which I I haven't noticed (laughs)
1: it since we've been here, but it's funny. It's like the most pitiful little like... Like Tiny Tim Tim cough? Yeah, Tiny Tim or like when a kitten gets a cough, and it's like, (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: very dry and silly, but it's just like a, it's like a single plucky rattle in one lung. Cute. That that won't go away. Yeah, it doesn't feel much better today, oddly. But whatever, those are the most notable things from the day before. Shit
1: ton of sleep, little bit of sick, picked up our maps.
0: Huzzah! Yeah. Yeah, 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 not bad. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. I just figured because the race... Is like an an epic journey. Well, I already you, prepped them
1: for a three and a half hour.
0: You, like you know, I have Arbor upstairs. It's fine. She doesn't
1: need to go to sleep until tomorrow for school. She can <laughs> pull an all nighter. It's about time she learned about such things. But it
0: really was like an odyssey where there were places where like there were sirens calling you away. Yeah, I and know. Then, like you had to fight some specific battles. No, we should
1: be around a fire or something, yeah. or like have puppets or. Oh yeah, a, sh- <laughs> a shadow story. Which I've heard translates well to podcast. <laughs>
0: we have puppets. Race morning, okay.
1: Uh, race morning, there were over four hundred people that started. Couldn't believe it. I can't believe that just really showed up. Because in which the is... past, there's been like four hundred, I think, to four hundred fifty max people registered, but then about three hundred fifty people actually show up. Over four hundred people, I think four hundred twenty-two, four hundred twenty on the money. Uh, Toed the people line. People showed up, started the race, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I didn't think it felt insane. I didn't
0: have anybody's elbow in my face. No. No, it didn't feel insane. I think I was more keyed up than I've ever been at the start because usually I'm like, "We're gonna party! Yay! Yeah. We're gonna go butt slide down testicles, baby yeah. girl. And I was more like, "Yeah," because <sighs> you had some stakes in in the I game. I had I had some stakes. Like we in the talked game.
1: about the last episode or the episode before, we were we were talking about being brave about putting goals actually out there that you wanted to go for, and yeah. you had some audacious goals for yeah. the
0: race. Yeah, which you should share now. Oh, okay. So I had three <laughs> goals, and I will tell you at the end which of the three goals that I made, which was to tap 10 female, to break 12, and to just get the Croix de bar, just to finish the yeah. 50K. So, but those all were three very, like, separate and intentional goals. Yeah. And, and, like, finishing the 50K would not have been a failure in any way for me. Sure. Like, all I wanted was that medal. My
1: goals were a little ambiguous, but they definitely solidified during the race.
0: Which, you know, that's <laughs> what
1: they say to do. You know, don't don't set a goal before the race; set it during the race, <laughs> because that will absolutely make you succeed in those goals or fail mm-hmm. in those goals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we start out four hundred plus people. It was it was really oh, cool. But wait,
0: because, you missed a fun spot. I know. I was going to. So oh. the,
1: the beginning is always kind of like homecoming. It's funny because. We definitely have our local race crew here and races around here, but it's at BFC that I feel like there's a lot of a lot new of connections old and old friends yeah. that we see because I think this is a race, right, that we've done the
0: most times out yeah. of any race. It is. So we ran into a new friend slash old friend who yeah. we apparently have known through Barclay stuff. Um who came up to us with her birth our new friend Ashley yeah so shout out to Ashley Blake for saying she was gonna fangirl out on
1: Facebook I'll, I'll certainly give her credit she did not fangirl she was very uh very chill oh yeah ready, yeah, yeah ready to do her yeah. business
0: that day too yeah um and, but it just it tickled me so deeply and it took me out of that sort of scary like anxious tummy feeling when someone when she or her friend just yelled more face yeah. and I was like Oh, now I'm in the fun zone. It's a good callback. I'm in the fun zone. Also, I think it's funny to say that that's
1: what got you to be a little bit more silly considering we were wearing space tights and 80s makeup. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were dressed pretty similarly, which ended up being kind of weird for a lot of people because I think they thought that they were running with the same person at very different intervals in the race. I even tagged a photo of Lauren. Of you. That was me. It was a photo of Annie that Annie thought she was being nice by being. Oh, that's Lauren. I'll just tag her so she can find this photo. We've joked. It was a picture of herself. We've
1: joked about other people doing that because even though we don't. I mean, there. I guess we have similarities, but not really. We're vaguely tall with vaguely bright hair. (laughs) We're vaguely whitish. We're whitish people. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, we don't have the same color eyes. We don't have the same color hair yeah you
0: are four and a half, half inches taller than we're me wearing different color shirts so yes we look exactly the same i just don't know why but it's something about our closeness that makes us I recognize guess? each other for ourselves I guess. i don't know
1: um uh, but yeah so it's cool meeting ashley and her birth and she would go on to finish the 50k so kudos yes, to her nice That's work. awesome nice work um and just getting to see everybody else that we've seen at bfc all year bfc over the years um, and just people who are going for their fifth BFC mm-hmm. finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina Fiorini and Nikki Yates are standouts, of course, from yeah. other events that yeah. we've uh, been we've around them. With. Um, so it was, it was just cool to say hi to everybody to start out. Um, but we did talk a little bit about strategy this last time about what we, we were going to do at the start. We did. So I think it was
0: everyone else's <laughs> strategy, unfortunately, which is go fast on the road so that you don't get stuck on the you know yeah. tight neck. Going into the woods. It's a tough nut to
1: crack. It's too I, hard. I don't know what the right answer is for that stuff. I do. So we, so we should lay out, though, for the, those who are not as familiar with the course. So depending on which way Laz Laz's whims or heart's desire is for the course, you either have a .7 mile road section-ish or a mile and a half road section-ish before you get to true single track. And when I say single track, I do mean single file, single track. Yes. And both both ways kind of involve, or one way involves a big climb with a big descent, and the other way would be a, a gradual ascent. So it the two beginnings are quite different. Mm-hmm. And as we've said, there was over 400 people. Mm-hmm. And when you have 400 people that don't really get a chance to spread out, it can become a little
0: crazy on singles track. Yeah. And I was, I thought I was going faster than I should be. And then I sort of like pulled away 10 seconds away from Annie. And then Annie pulled away from me. And we shook hands and told each other we loved each other. Cause even if, even if we yo yoed within the first nine minutes of the race, we knew that, you know. We just had to run our own races, no matter how physically close we ended up on the course. And we've learned this lesson over and over again. Like, you just run, yeah. you have to run your own race. For me, like, it takes away so much anxiety to not chase or be chased by one of, like, a person that you care about. And it, it just, like, it takes away that piece of you that's like, I'm not as good as somebody else. Yeah. Like, that is such a heavy not weight Not that to I bear. didn't
1: still battle with that a little bit, but. <laughs>
0: I, you know what's funny? I did too. Because when you were ahead of me, I thought... This is going to suck so bad when Annie finishes and I don't get my fourth. It's going to hurt me it's going to hurt me so badly.
1: We and I'll, <laughs> I'll totally lay all this out on the table too so we can we should progress to the race. So, we both did I think we both did the road section at the beginning moderately yeah. fast. Yes. I don't think we I don't feel like we either one of us taxed one another. I passed some people on the ascent. Did you pass some people on the ascent?
0: I don't go aggressive on that. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I just get in and look down.
1: Yeah. And I passed some people only when there was, because for the most part, it was almost a continuous line all the way up, but I did pass some people when there was, there'd be like clumps of five people yeah. with like a yeah. person in the front mm-hmm. where there was a gap and it was kind of like, I, you know, I feel pretty good. Um, and then you top out at the
0: top of the climb before you have. Are we not naming climbs because of the course? Would you kind prefer of. Can we name two of them while we yeah, go? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so uh,
1: you start at Bird Mountain. I mean, this year we did. Oh, yeah. I was going to name the two famous ones and only those. Oh, if yeah. are trying no. to be ambiguous. No, 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 no. I mean, I think we can talk, we sh- we can and should talk about Bird Mountain, Tesco, Spectacle, and Rajah. Meth Met Lab and Rajah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you get to the top of Bird Mountain. I think we ended up getting there in about the same amount of time. It's we about did. an hour from the you start to the You were coming in to the aid station while I was going out. Oh, top of Bird Mountain. Oh, top, top of Bird um, Because I wanted to talk about the descent on the backside of Bird a little bit. Okay. Oh, yes. Because I went down, and I did pass some people on the descent because, and it's just, it's like a, it's just like a math problem. There's so many people. Sometimes people end up, you end up walking for several minutes at a mm-hmm. time going downhill because mm-hmm. there is a small branch laying across the trail. Mm-hmm. That's pathetic. And it's yeah. really, it's, it's very, t- it's very tough because it's one of the few, cooler parts of the day, and you just know that the midday heat is coming, and, and you want to run, you feel like the the clock is already like bearing down on you, mm-hmm. and I just still don't know that the normal answer of, you know, start slow and slow down works
0: at BFC. No, I, I think, so what I did was, I very obsessively looked at data this year, and I looked at some other folks that I typ- typically yo-yo with, and I see where... They have slowed down in the last three timing sections. And yeah. I've gone dead slow in the first two and sped up in the last three. Okay. So, where I feel like people might blow up because they're trying really hard to get ahead, stay ahead. Yeah. And we end up at the same, essentially yeah. the same finishing time because I went dead slow Yeah. For the first two to three hours. Good data driven decision. It is. And that really worked for me. And I, I did push a little bit hard on the back of Bird. And, th- and when I got to you, I realized just going around Congo lines was what was really tuckering me right. out. Because you do have to speed up sort of as a courtesy. Yeah. So I was soaked in sweat, and I could tell my heart rate was up. You know what? Downward. Just talking
1: about this, because I- I'm hoping that next year, when it comes this time, we will listen to this episode again as, like, a refresher <laughs> of what mm-hmm. we did or did not do or should have, should not done. I almost feel like the answer it is like warm up before the start, be ready to go and do that first road section hard, yeah. and then filter and just stay I in your spot.
0: thought ever that I would need to r- warm up for a 12 hour race, but I honestly think that you might need to. I honestly think, I thought about that the first mile of the race.
1: Cause if you could go fast and then get in a good <clears throat> fast section of the Congo line and just stay there and never pass anyone. But what about keeping your
0: heart rate down? See, later on I felt like going as fast as I did on the road, up-bird, down-bird, up-balled, I feel like that was a gamble. But you know what, I don't know if you have to, that's what I'm saying, ideally I would like to think that you could push hard on the road and then not have to keep pushing. Because you would be as strong as the people climbing in the front? Yeah. I Don't underestimate how hard yeah. those people are pushing, they are going fast. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So in so. in
1: summary, we've learned nothing.
0: Yep. <laughs> nope. We've all this data and we can't, we still can't make a decision about the first seven miles of this You race. know what? We
1: had five people in our group that drove down, seven from Columbus. We should have been like, you do this, you do this, you do this at yeah. the start and let's see who gets the, back with data. the first aid station first. Yeah. So...
0: <laughs> so. I don't remember even being in the first aid station. I know that I got tailwind all over myself, and I laughed really hard, and then I left. Good. Oh, good. and that's where I found the RX bar on the ground. Oh, I, you found it that early? Yeah. So you
1: were already looking for food on the ground. But yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw some lady sitting by a trash bag. I was like, is that your bar? And she was like, no, it's just it's just on the ground. And I was like... Thanks.
1: I think it's important that you be clear that it was a metax strawberry bar and not like some delicious like chocolate granola. No it was a gross <laughs> gross RX bar.
0: <laughs> that I thought, oh, that's perfect, because I got to the aid station. Oh, you know what?
1: An RX, I was thinking, so there is a brand called MetRX that is, like, protein, no, protein. not, not like Jim Bro. No, yeah, R-X yeah, I got the grocery you. store. Oh, okay. And it was a
0: kid's one that was strawberry, so it was okay, just the right size. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense
1: to me, because I was imagining, like, you know those tiny Cliff Bar samples are that are, gross. Gross. those are really gross, so yeah, I was like, why like is that choppy? what you wanted?
0: No. But you get into these aid stations, and you're like, yay, oh, no, it's yeah. like, crumbles of shitty granola bars and slim jims and you're just like i know that you're doing this despite me because you don't want me to have any food for this race i hate and i don't even totally like- that's why you think they have slim jims because people want to eat slim jims no but think objectively
1: about the race so the race is designed to be you are, need to mostly be self-sufficient oh yes and so i feel you're like not
0: being sarcastic
1: i feel like the aid stations are purposely over- shitty no, I think they are overly supplied for the tagline that they kind of have mm, for the race, mm. which is like, if you want something, it used you to be should bring just it.
0: chips. Do you remember? It was yes. Like, it was two pans. It yes. It was just a pile chips of shitty and chips Slim and Slim Jims. Yeah, so
1: we've made it up to peanut butter sandwiches in between cheese you saw crackers. peanut butter sam-
0: Oh, no. No, no, no. Crackers. Yeah. You cr- might as well shove your hand down your throat I saw, and choke yourself. I saw peanut butter filled pretzels. Also shove your hand in your throat and choke yourself. You can't run and eat those fucking things. Everybody knows that. <laughs> no, you and I know that.
1: Yes, they were all dry foods. But I'm saying there was more than two trays of
0: stuff at okay. eight stations. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it was some, yes. pa- some pansy-ass shit is what you're saying. <laughs> got it.
1: Chocolate crispy...
0: Uh, yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Rice, Rice crispy. Rice crispy Yeah, I licked one and chucked into the woods. <laughs> I was just like, bleh. Well, um, maybe you're just high maintenance. I am. I am. So, do we get to go... We got to... The spot,
1: so the eastern part of the eastern corner or the most eastern part of, of the, the course, and there was part of the race that was swapped for an off trail section to be kind of on a jeep road section. Mm-hmm. and it's funny because looking at it on paper at least for me, and I don't know if you got to how how was that section for you? Was that like makeup time the or road descent? Yeah, it was baller, yeah,
0: that's where I found my main man. Ben Yancey, who I end up running with every year and yo-yoing with for like six to seven hours. Like, we'll laugh because I'll bomb a descent and he'll be like, I will see you soon. Because in the flats, he really chugs along. Yeah. Um, But I was really super glad to find him someplace between bald and the east side of the course. And uh, we we chugged along together. And he was like, oh, man, this descent, blech. And I was like, this is my jam. Dry, technical, steep. Jeep road That's what we used to call the Clydesdale descent. So it's funny because
1: I had to take that section pretty slow and, like, alternate between running and just kind of, like, power walking. Because I got to a point where I was like, you know what? One of my main things as of late has been heat management and my stomach not working. Yeah. And I just had to, even though my legs could do it, I was like, I have to slow down because I can feel, like, the bolus of liquid in my stomach starting to build up. And I'm just... I'm not gonna do it because I'm gonna get to Rat Jaw and my legs are going to stop working because I You're have no very calories. smart.
0: Because <laughs> I blasted down that section <laughs> relentlessly, ran relentlessly ten minute miles, and got to the base of Rat Jaw and thought I overheated. I fucked up my stomach. Now I feel like pu- I die now, puking and shitting, and I'm going to give up. So I'll wait to say more about testicle sure. because testicle was as always. Teaching me my lessons. It's, it's like, so funny that that's what church testicle to, it's is church to, you. to me. <laughs> the places where I get like I get taught hard lessons, and it makes sense that you start at a church, I guess. Sure. Um, or go down. I, I think that this year, not going down and up testicle, was a major, major game changer for me. Did you guys go? Oh, testicle. Sorry, testicle. Yeah. Like there was no fighting back traffic, which I felt like sped it up so hugely. Testicle did not seem long or hard to me from a climbing perspective, just from a sickness pers- perspective this year. Gotcha. What did you do for nutrition predominantly for the day? I only used tailwind and I sipped naked goo. And I just did tailwind
1: and half of a snack size Ziploc bag of sour cream and cheddar chips.
0: That I would have eaten that.
1: And literally I that's it. Eaten that. And I yeah. I have to say I was I don't think I've ever really leaned into doing tailwind all day and I don't know that it makes sense for a lot of things for a lot of races for me anyways, but on a hot, hard dry 50K, 50k like effort where you have to push into your red zone a lot more than you should on probably other ultras mm-hmm. on a hot day, mm-hmm. it was golden all day. It was day. perfect. And even at the end of the race I was still going like mm-hmm.
0: like yeah. even with the flavor which oh, I, that's I know, never that's never happened. But it is a unique race to your point, because you do a lot of very low heart rate, very high heart rate, Mm -hmm. very cool, very hot, very cool, very hot, and Mm -hmm. it goes, I mean, you have to put, you have to make concerted pushes throughout the race, and they're not always in the same place, and, I mean, that's so unusual, you're never going to get that in any, any other race. And you can't, again, it's not like other races, I think,
1: where... You can get by with not going into the red. Like you will just have sections where you, you have, have to, to be pushing as red. hard as you
0: can, or you're just not going to make the next section. Like you're yeah. not going to make it there.
1: So, so we, so we'll begin at the the off trail climb. So, uh, at the beginning, so you're talking about at the church, there was a river to lay in. So I laid in the river. Oh, I got into because I knew again as you start doing these off trail climbs, I, for me it's like the game is how cool can you yes. get. And yes. that's like the limiting factor. It yes. doesn't end up being my leg strength as much. Nope. It's just, you know, how
0: long can I go before I feel like my head's going to explode yes. off of my neck? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and on that, so I was maybe a quarter up that climb and I thought, I really feel, Autesical. yes. I really feel like I have the, a cold and I feel like I want to like lay down cause I'm sick, like sad little kid sick.
1: And this is a this is a throwback. Like she wanted to go to the hospital. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did, and I, I thought I'll get to the top, and then I'm gonna lay down on the ground, and then I'm gonna maybe call it, and it sucks, but I don't. I'm like I'm I'm a physically sick person today. Like I'm a sick person. I can't keep going. Probably what like five hours in? Four hours? No. Uh. I got to the I got to the church at eleven fifty. So yeah, five hours. Oh wow! Oh my god, that feels so different.
1: Um, I know it's weird when you start tying it to, like, real, to real actual time. time.
0: Doesn't make sense. So, there's a little creek crossing at part of this this long off-trail climb. And I realized... I, I hadn't brought a hat because I always assume that it's going to rub my head raw and it bothers me. But I got to the base of this climb and I thought, all I need is a brim on my hat. This is oh. a completely exposed climb and it was a bluebird sky and it was yeah. already 80 degrees. And I thought, this is going to be horrible. And I saw... And thank you, if you're listening... To whoever dropped their North Face running hat in this creek and this like rolling cold water rushing over it, and I was just like ah.
1: I have to call it because I think the irony is too great. So, the Airbnb had a small selection of books there, and Lauren was just slamming how much she hated the whole concept behind the book The Secret, which, the book The Secret <laughs> Don't is... Don't you? Is about, yes, but the irony, again, it's too much. About the whole the point of The Secret is like... Put out what you want into the universe, and the universe and, and will, the universe will provide. And Lauren literally is getting ready to go up this climb. Is like, all I need is a hat, and a hat just shows up in the river.
0: Like that was really weird. Because I even said it to someone. I was running with Jay Crosby, and I was like, oh, I, c- I, don't, I don't think I can go up this thing without a visor, man. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I put on a hat filled with cold water, and was like, I just promised. like I, I said. I'm going to go slowly. I'm not going to stop, and I'll make decisions at the top. Yeah, but this is not the place to make a decision about how bad your day is going to be or if you're giving up. So in my mind, I hooked a carabiner onto the back of Jay, who I also always run with at the same spot every year. And there was a guy behind me who was yapping his jaws coming up that steep part out of the church, who was just like, "Oh, this is going to fucking suck so bad, guys! Oh my god, it's so high! Fucking hate this shit." And, and I, it's hard because that stuff you will can get you under can your try skin. and ignore it as
1: much as you want to, but I mean, if you start hearing somebody say it is so hot, it makes it hotter. It does. If somebody says it's going to be so hard, it makes it harder. It does. I had the experience if somebody says we're we're running short on time, it freaks it, you out. It freaks you out. Yeah. Like it's it's really hard to not let that stuff get absorbed in. So yeah. it's not just. That person's annoying. It's like, you are impacting my yes, performance.
0: you are. So I got behind Jay, and I was just listening to him talk to an old friend, and I, I love the way the veterans climb because they, they talk the whole time. They're not <laughs> complaining. They're just like, here we are on the course that we love, doing the thing that we love. So I clipped my invisible carabiner under the back of them, and we got halfway up, and we got stuck behind uh, a woman who was having a hard time over a crumbly spot. So they let her go up the crumbly spot and as they did, Jay turned around and looked down half of testicle and he just said, this race makes me a better man. And I was just like, okay, I got it, thank you. I got it, I've received the message from the big giant head and I will continue on. The universe provides. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, The Secret. So I got to the top of Testicle, and I couldn't even, like, make my usual silly faces with the camera. There was a lady celebrating her birthday up there, and it decorated the gate, and I couldn't. And Lauren just kept talking about how she, like, scowled at the person. Yeah, oh, I literally looked at her like, shut up. (laughs) Because I thought there, and I got to the, I crested the top, I stood on that road, and it was like being at the top of a roller coaster where you're just yeah. like, you have that moment of hesitation at the top before you go down. And I'm just like, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. And I just went straight into meth lab. And that was my testicle. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my testicle. So you So tell the other, other testicle. Tell me about the other the testicle. The other testicle.
1: So I cooled off at the church. And it's a lot less eventful because I went up testicle and had no problem. I was having, I was just chugging along the whole time. That's because you went, sl- you're a genius. You went yeah. slow on that cl- That. Disorder. Right. So, and I, one of the things I ended up having as a goal was to keep my stomach working, which meant staying cooler, and then to just not stop as much. In the past, it's been, I'll I'll chug along, but then I need to stop or sit, and believe me, I'm not the only person that adapts to that, that kind of strategy, nor, and there was plenty of examples of yeah, that this year. Yeah, there's tons of
0: photos of people
1: but laying I just, down. But I just moved a lot more consistently. Uh, granted, it was probably overall slower, but going up testicle, I mean, I really just kept, I was just, like, really just walking up the hill and did not have a hard time at all. And then went down <laughs> the other side and just was descending and sliding down on my butt behind, uh, slide Leonard. Who, no who, way. Yeah, when I was like, I'm butt sliding with, with Buttslide, Buttslide Leonard. Leonard. Yep. How cool is that? Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. And... Uh, want to back up going up testicle and a lot for a lot of the day because I didn't put myself in such a hole like I've had to or just did on the past two times that I've done it I got to be the person who was like uh, encouraging others because Mm. I had enough brain power which Mm -hmm. if you have enough brain power for that it can help you too to Mm -hmm. encourage other people but like there was a woman behind me going up testicle and we had yo-yoed a little bit on the jeep road descent um, and when I saw the top of testicle, I just turned around and I was like, chin up. The top of tes- testicle is right here. She She's the one that actually said something on Facebook today about, Aww. like, being oh, encouraging. Um, but I just you know because it, mm-hmm. at that point you know at the beginning of the race it's all about just everybody trying to find their flow and figuring mm-hmm. out like how do we pass each other without being assholes mm-hmm. and it's like there isn't there's just too many of yeah. us you just do your thing but then once you start to get to the off trail climbs it really is more of everybody everybody's doing this together like mm-hmm. if you've made it this far like let's get through these climbs absolutely together. um but yeah up Tesco. down Meth. No kept it chill deal. the
0: whole time. I, I'm like bargaining for my life on testicle. <laughs> like, I need to go. To, and I, I know. And I even laughed at myself because I was like, "Oh, usual hospital stuff, Lauren." <laughs> I even knew, but I was like, "But yes, still." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you can feel the thing and still observe yeah. the thing. I mean, that's mindfulness, right? Like, yeah. I think I'm actually doing that now. Where I'm like, "Oh, hospital feelings."
1: Mm-hmm. There they are. While well, at the still t-
0: same time, still being like, "No, but, but take I'm me still to, the hospital, to the hospital. But take me to the hospital. Yes, mm-hmm. yes." Um, and when I, when I saw later pictures of people, like, having their pulse ox taken on the course, I'm just, like, I want that. I want that. <laughs> that's what the I want. it's, like,
1: you know, oh, the EMS is, oh, I wish I would have, yeah, I wish I would have interacted more with the EMS. Yes, yes.
0: Or, like, other races were, like, in San Diego, where if someone had just been, like, taking my pulse ox or, like, giving me an IV, that's, like, all I wanted in the, like, I wanted EMS to attend to me. So, anyway. <laughs> Anyway. All I want is a Coke and a pulse ox. Yes. Next key section. Uh, what I call prison. The, tour, the tour of homes. So go through the tour of homes. Yes.
1: Which is really hot. It was, uh, that was another place where I started shoveling up some people off the sidewalk. Uh, there was a guy that laid down that was feeling sick. He laid down, like, within sight of the prison, like, in that hot, like, grass no. area. And I was like, I, I, I and to... To some people, uh, I probably owe an apology, but hopefully I saved you some strife. There was a guy, like, laying in the grass, and I was like, you need to get up and he was like because he was laying in the hottest the hottest place i was like there is shade right up ahead you feel sick because you need to cool off hot. and you're not going to cool off laying right next to the hot road in the middle of the day and i said <laughs> and i said plus i said you look a lot faster than me so you better get your fucking ass in front of me oh. and i st- i stopped and <laughs> stared at him until he got up because i was really thinking like he was doing that like dead person thing that people do usually going up rat jaw, but it was like you are so close to a good spot to cool off and reset don't do it here yes oh (laughs) so you were just good samaritan i I was well i was like good samaritan like kind of boss 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 lady like you know which worked for some and didn't work for others i'm sure i love a
0: good boss bitch myself
1: but then we got to the prison aid station so
0: yes it's it was the best thing that happened to me all day pretty much um I was walking the road section into the prison because it's never worth it to run there. It's too hot. It's too hot Somehow to run it's Somehow it's so hot right there. And I saw Andy running ahead of me and I thought, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, should, we should do a quick recap. So my uh, husband Andy had started uh, even farther in the front of the pack at the start and then we didn't see him for hours. He separated from us. Oh yeah he he just kind of like whispered to me like I need to separate. Get up front yep and so he went up front and that's and he ended up getting a more primo spot up bird and that's how he ended up
0: being oh. quite in front for a while okay um so I didn't find yeah. him to the prison. But I, just seeing the back of him kind of made me feel a little bit safer because Andy sort of has that effect on me like a nurse does where I'm just like, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> he, does, he Sometimes Andy fathers me and it makes me, I love it. Yeah. When he's just like, oh, and he'll make fun of me sometimes. He'll be like, oh, you know what's ruined? This part of your muscle is broken forever. You know, yeah. like, yes. he, and he'll just like, you know. It's very reassuring. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, no, it's totally fucked up.
1: Well, and, like, I don't know if you realized he did this, but I thought it was really sweet. He hurried up to catch you in the tunnel so that he could use I know. his light. No, I do yeah. know that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I got to the aid station and...
1: Which we had to talk
0: about the aid the station. It's so simple. If you remember, so good. I'm
1: traumatized from Angela's Crest and have not having ice at mm-hmm. an aid station that I desperately needed mm-hmm. ice. And so my worst fear, and I was totally mentally prepared to not have ice all day because I was like, I cannot plan on ice anywhere and then not have it mm-hmm. because
0: I will wig out. I was out. too. I, I was will ready. Wig out. I was ready to have nothing. So we got but up, instead of nothing, we got all the ice that we wanted. Just like 15 Boy Scouts. Five of their parents, maybe they were Boy Scouts, I, I assume know. they were Boy Scouts. And they, they were like Boy Scout age,
1: so so there's a couple key groups of uh, volunteers, and one of them is the Coalfield High School football team, which mm-hmm. is awesome, they mm-hmm. are high school age boys, mm-hmm. and then some of the other kids... These were great school the, kids, yeah,
0: they're like, and they were so on point, it was, I cannot say how on point is I've been to races with adults that are less capable
1: yes. than these kids were. They were like, were.
0: Who, what do you need? Where do you need it? And when I say it? kids, I literally mean They're like 12, 11, 12. They were 11, 10, 12. 10, 10, 11, 12, yes. They were like, I was like, well, I, need, I need ice here. And he's like, how much more do you need? Where do you want it? Do you want it in your pack? Do you want me to wait? And they were just, like, holding a scoop of ice with their hand underneath it, like, staring at me, like, when, where? And I was, like, here, and here, and here. And I had an older, I had a, I did have an adult guy who had
1: one of those styrofoam fish Mm -hmm. coolers full Mm -hmm. of ice, and I was, like can I get my bladder filled with ice? He was like, (laughs) yes. And I was like, how about, uh, I had like, I call it my dousing bottle. It's just a soft flask that's literally for nothing but spraying myself with water. And I was like, can you fill this up with ice? He was like, yes, of course. It was like the Princess Bride. Uh, He was like, as you wish. wish. And I was like, can you, I was like, can you fill up my hat? And he did. He filled (laughs) up my like visor thing. And then I was like, fill up my sports bra. And I was like, (laughs) I I literally said, fill up my sports bra. I don't care. And he, he he just dumped it (gasps) in my sports bra. It was just. I mean, like, and he just kept saying, "Of course, of course," and I was just like, "The best feeling I ever." I just like, like the best. make me an ice coffin. Just I do, <laughs> I do feel like I went to an
0: Annie place because I feel like you're so willing to look ridiculous for comfort, yes. and for efficiency and effectiveness. Like you will wear a weird hat or a weird, <laughs> you'll wear a weird apparatus anywhere to like be effective. Yep. And this is evidenced by the picture of me coming out of the tunnel. I am wearing a buff around my wrists, a buffer around my neck, two buffs around my head, and a hat filled with all ice. All filled with ice. And then, so I was, like, looking for a chunk to put in my shirt, and I found a chunk the size of a baby's head. And I put it all the way into my sports bra. And you can see in the picture, my chest is coming out, like, seven inches. I look <laughs> like I have a tumor.
1: But, you know what just occurred best. to me, and I can't believe it didn't occur before, and again, I could care less about our looks, we were wearing space silly, silly and outfits. makeup on our face that we knew was gonna run yes. down all over, and it definitely did, and I ended up looking like Sherry O'Terry's Colette <laughs> character from SNL, <laughs> and... It just occurred to me that we got our bibs punched by Jared Campbell with ice. Oh like, yeah, we looked we looked nuts. nuts. Oh, I'm ready to go. I didn't even I'm ready to go. I, in my
0: mind, I looked beautiful. And I'm not kidding. I got to the bottom of that letter and I since I, I had cooled down, I thought, I've got a cute shirt on. My hair is a new color. I really thought I, I really thought there was like a teeny chance that Jared Campbell was looking at me and like, oh. Yeah, this like, girl. All right, all right. You know. <laughs> and then in the photo, I I'm so out of body, like I'm so in my race mode. Not when I saw us, the photo of me so coming aware. out of the prison tunnel, I was like, "Oh, you look like a Burton victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like covered in bandages all over. I'm just
1: wrapped, and our I'm makeup, wrapped everywhere. And our makeup ended up looking perfectly insane. Yeah, I was, like I was we happy with we it. did
0: look insane. It was it was fantastic. But that chunk of ice in my bra. It was, it saved me, it stayed there almost the entire way of Ratchaw because it was so big. It was like this big. So I would shift it over to one titty, move it over to the other titty. I'd move (laughs) it like underneath my left titty. You know the numbing nipple game. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes just to like get you going, get you Yeah, yeah. Put it on your nips. Mostly I was trying to keep it over my heart. Yeah. To like actually cool my heart down, which doesn't seem insane. No, actually, not at all. You want to cool your cut. Cool your cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so we said what's up to Jared Campbell. At the base of the wall, a lady with glasses holding the um, a parasol mm-hmm. said, you're 35th female, and a little bit of me was like, okay. And I think it's worth giving some context, too. So last year,
1: you ran 12 hours and 5 minutes and were... 12th. 12th? 15th. 15th female. 15th, sorry. And this year, and that was, I won't say, you can never go to BFC and not, like, work hard, but last year you were just doing your thing, and that's kind of what you Mm -hmm. ended up with. Mm -hmm. This year you were, like, going for it. Yeah. So it's hard when you are, when you are accidentally 15th, and then when you are working for it. And you're thirty And you're 35th. It's like, oh, you know, the faster I go, the farther behind I get.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it was a little bit like, fudge. Uh... So I got into the tunnel, and I'm trying to follow this guy who's holding a pen light. And I was like, I'm going to hold on to you. I'm sorry, sir. I know I don't know who you are. It's dark, and it's wet, and you're a stranger, and I don't care. And uh, a beaming bright light comes up on my left, and someone pinches my right ribs and was like, hey, Lauren. And I was like, ah! And it's Andy with the best possible light ever, which is the best feeling, just the best feeling. Hold me in your arms like a baby. Thank you, your husband is great.
1: And that brings us to the highlight of the race, the marquee, uh, the marquee section of the course, which is mm-hmm. Radja. Mm-hmm. So again, I think it's worth periodically giving uh, background info. So Radja is a .89 mile uh-huh. climb that goes up several thousand, thousand feet. feet.
0: We'll say twenty. I think it's sixteen hundred.
1: I was going to say 2300. That's big.
0: rat is sixteen hundred.
1: I, so I, this is just me, and I'm sure... You don't but, know the difference. No, I don't like calling the different sections. Like, to me, the bottom of Rat jaw is the bottom, is the of, bottom, rat bottom jaw. of Rat jaw and the top of Rat jaw is the top of Rat jaw. I know. Yeah. But the, I, I know there's, like, Little Rat, Big Rat, butt slide 2.0, and all the Gunny Sack Hill, and all this other stuff.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, I agree with that, but... Uh, you know I I don't know. The the mileage and the elevation is all, regardless. It's is a, all just a guess It's anyway. an end,
1: it's an endless climb that goes on forever in yes. the
0: hottest part of the day. Yes. Uh, so I think I think that I knew by a quarter of the way up Ratja I was like oh the mojo. The mojo has returned. I'm totally in it. And Andy and I climbed for a little while. And then uh, I, I guess I just pulled away from him a little bit. I don't know if we said goodbye or not. I don't think so. You know, you, everyone knows that we're just going. Yeah, you and
1: you go. don't have much energy
0: to do much. To talk. Climb. No, you can't talk. Um, and uh, same as the other climbs, I just decided I was not going to go too fast, but I wasn't going to stop, and I wasn't going to let any negative talk get in my way, and I wasn't going to stop for any other people.
1: Because like, you had you had an experience with that last year, I, I think, so where you were waiting. waiting for people,
0: just listening to people talk and like standing there like staring up, and they're just like, I don't know, and I'm like, mm. granted, I think it's worth saying that it is a tough climb.
1: It's just that unlike some other trail races, maybe where you can easily go around someone there's usually like a chute that you go through and mm-hmm. if somebody is just standing there contemplating the work that they have ahead it's really taxing it is it's just extra work to have to go around them while they yeah. wait and there's literally people like <laughs> that have like dug out holes on the side of the yeah. trail and yeah you know any
0: rock or anything people are sitting on it or laying on it it's it's i mean on the actual climb i saw at least 15 people laying down at least and on the road where there's four wheelers like trying to extract people at least 15 people which i love the way you describe this i, I know it's
1: hilarious so there there's a jeep road that intersects rat Jaw, and this is all off off bound so nobody listening gets to try and search these things out just just know can't that you can't go can, there you can't go You're there, there. if want you want to do it do the barkley fall classic sign up everyone should um but there's a jeep road that bisects rat jaw and there's two ems people i think they're ems i don't on, know what now, they seem unsanctioned to me <laughs> and because that's the i mean that's the spot to get people in and out from a medic perspective and when i went through there was i would say probably 15. six to ten people oh. laying in the shade and it's the most tempting thing ever so yeah, it's like the it sirens is. call and there's, and in my head, this is what it looks like. People are, like, draped over one another, like, reaching their hands out,
0: like, come lay come, in the shade. Come be extracted come, from this place with us. And you Just, were, like, eating grapes and staring exactly, directly in your exactly. eyes. Exactly, like, exactly.
1: Drinking chalices of yeah. red wine. <laughs> and just, it looks like a Renaissance painting of, like, a... a B- Bacalian? What did you say? Bacchanal. But yes, where it's just all about, like, feasting and stuff. Yeah. You even said that you were oh. like, oh, do you
0: guys have ice? What What's yeah. happening here? I didn't know what they were all doing there. I've never seen that people there, and they were like, no, we don't have ice, but do Do you need to stop? Or, like, something to that effect, like, do you need to give up? And, and it's I was a, like, oh. what? And it's, it's a, a
1: horrible old. spot. So you've you've done enough climbing that you're not like oh no this is you know this is the hard novel part of the race you've done enough climbing that you're like fuck this and you also have a very significant amount of climbing left to do that it's like falling as it's like when you're doing a multi-day like through hike or something and you go to sleep at the base of a mountain and you wake up the next morning and that's the first fucking thing you have to do is do that climb it's really it's
0: mind-boggling
1: yeah it you know they should just officially make that another place that you could DNF that race. Yeah,
0: I wish would they be, would.
1: It would be they, the would it would be horrible. The carnage. It would horrible. be delightfully horrible. Fantastic. Yeah. It would mean seeing less quote unquote dead bodies on Rat Jaw though, which is pretty inspiring. You know, yeah. chugging even even at my like slow steady pace, chugging by people that are just
0: sitting there yeah. or laying down. It, it, it does feel good. Oh, so I saw some what we call dead people. I did not know they were dead. (laughs) I came up to a part of the trail where like the briar chute unloads you into this section where it's just a little bit open and there's just a giant boulder and you have to kind of like eek through two Mm -hmm. boulders. And the guy was leaning over both of the boulders and then there was another guy facing downward at him. And I was like, hey guys, I hate to be rude, but I really got to go. Because I I was not talking to anyone. I was yeah. just like pound through this shit. Mm-hmm. And the guy on the boulder, it was like in a zombie movie when you like think you found your friend and you touch his like the shoulder of his <laughs> heart and he turns around and he's already a zombie. That's what happened here. The guy turned around and he was like, what? <laughs> and he had like a string of deep, like bright white heavy booger coming down out of his nostril like not just like a drippy but like a like a mass of booger yeah. coming down his face and his eyes were like yellow and he looked green and he was just like, what? I was like, this is the only time I stopped on rat I said, what do you need? Do you need salt? Do you need sugar? Do you need food? Do you need water? Like this is how much I didn't want this guy in my fucking way. Right. But I also don't want to be the jerk who's like, okay, you might need actual help. I could provide it to you. I feel 50-50, well, I feel 60-40 about this. Like, you should always help people who are in need. Yes, and, I mean, you should make sure that they're not going to literally die up there. Yeah, so the guy in front of him, is like, I got this. So I, like, I leaned over onto them, and the guy is literally squeezing his camelback bite valve into this guy's mouth, and the guy is drinking on the bite valve, and and this booger is like almost touching the bite valve. <laughs> and these were
1: the, you knew that these, these were two guys were, They, were, they were strangers. Suckle from yeah, my teeth.
0: Suckle from my teeth is the exact thing I was thinking when I watched this this tableau. And then I literally had to crawl over their bodies with my knees. Like here's a man suffering. I need to crawl over your body with my bones. I'm so sorry for your loss. Like this is one of those things where you just feel like. Wait, am I an athlete what or a my refugee? Life, what has my life come to? Yeah. What
1: decisions have I made yeah. to come here?
0: Yeah, exactly. So I climbed over those men. <laughs> it was best. And uh, I got, when it, you get three-fourths of the way to the top, you can hear these three or four women screaming at the top, who I think are, like, just drinking beer and partying. And I got, like, the cold, cold goosebump tingles in the, my arms and the you back were ready to head. go. Because I was just like, oh. <sighs> I'm about to do this awesome. I get goosebumps thinking about it. I'm about to do this awesome descent. I am all this man. Um and it's the end of the off-trail climbing. <clears throat> oh, and I had seen Wilf on the climb. He was sitting down in the in like the shade and I he was like how's it going? And I was like, "Oh, it's good, you know. I'm just going to keep going." He, I was like, "Are you okay?" No, no, no. Wasn't he no, no. sitting and you said, said, "Well, slow, slow down. down." He said, "I can't slow down. I'm sitting down. I'm stopped, Lauren. Please don't tell me to slow down. <laughs> yeah, it was not purposefully a dick move. And then I had seen Irene, who I didn't recognize from the back. So I had seen Andy, Irene, I don't know, I passed G at some point in the day, but I have no recollection of ever seeing okay. her on the course. So I guess, but, uh, yeah. So I'd seen everybody. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the tower, and I'm usually very, very afraid of the tower, because I'm so afraid of heights, and I was just like... In the zone. I literally beat my chest and screamed i am all that is man and went up that thing and no one else was on the tower i got punched ran down it there was a guy coming up like away from the rat jaw towards the tower and i grabbed him by the arms and i was like you fucking did it man because i just needed to like (laughs) share my craziness with someone and was somebody else in the same spot was did yeah so did he respond either with being like yeah or was he like <sighs> he was very much not what I wanted. He was like, <laughs> yeah, but I wanted him to be like, yeah. No. No, this is not how
1: people end Rad Drop. No. A, there's a handful of crazies that are like, yes, that's exactly the thing that I want. That came I want. I but most that. people are like, why? The, the, why most did they, I do that? the most they can muster is like, I have seen uh, the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, like, yeah, but for me, it turns me up to like bath salts level. Right. I'm just like
1: <laughs> again. It's like the Odyssey is actually not all of BFC. It's just literally rat jaw. It's like oh, I've made it through. You know yes. the first realm of prison and passed the silence call and <laughs> then I've
0: returned home to the war. <laughs> yeah. To just war, God, but a better person. <laughs> but I'm more like more like. Bill Murray strapped to the front of the boat and what about Bob? No, you're more like somebody who got
1: lost, ended up in a rave, and then was like, Yay! And then, <laughs> then, like, and then like, left with a suitcase full of ransom money that was meant for somebody else. Just like, Whee! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So I'll talk about running down the mountain with my ransom money.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my experience at Bradshaw was, again, better. And these are the things that I need to focus on is the positives. And one of my mantras for the day was to stay present and to make decisions. So my past few times for BFC have been where you're essentially I've just been like it's holding on to for dear life <laughs> holding on to what doesn't matter just like moving forward <laughs> holding on to moving forward for dear life because you just start the day going I'm gonna go I'm gonna keep going as much as I can as fast as I can mm-hmm. and I definitely made decisions at points to slow down so that I could stay cool and Radjaw was no exception so I iced up a lot before Radjaw I Uh, Was keeping myself wet with my dousing bottle the whole way. I never sat down. I didn't sit down the entire day except for when we got to the drop box, which I don't know that I've ever not sat down. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't stop, like, at all. Passed some people on rat jaw. Definitely... past people that were hiding in little burrows and stuff in the briars and it's always so weird because you don't know that you're, they're there and then all of a sudden they're just breathing six inches from yes! in your face yeah and they're just sitting there staring, staring at you in like, silence yes it's so strange um went past made it past the siren's call um I was uh and then I was getting ready to do one of the switchbacks quote unquote in the briars and I hear you finally caught me and I look over, and Andy oh. had made his his
0: den, <laughs> his his den, in, den the-
1: in the woods, essentially, because he had started to get some, like, heat-strokey mm-hmm. feelings. So he, like, literally, like, made a spot to, to like, burrow in. Just like in a dirt. lab that
0: goes to die <laughs> yes, in the woods. Yeah, like,
1: I'm going to go at my babies under the porch <laughs> um, <laughs> to, like, cool off. Uh, and so I saw him, and at this point, it, it was far enough up rat jaw that, like, I think my jowls had started to hang, you know, where you're just like, yeah, yes. <laughs> and so I like turn and look at him and it was very confusing because I had not seen him since the start. So it had been like eight hours since I'd seen him. So, you know, it's weird when you don't see somebody during a race, they could be finished for all you know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Or you could have passed him at their race. Or they've been through a lot. Yes, <laughs> they've been through a lot since the last <laughs> you saw him. So I, I looked at him and I was like, don't fucking quit and he said I'm sick and I was like I have to go back to climbing now and like turn
0: and because, away from here yeah, because husband. I,
1: I couldn't like engage yeah. anymore because it was kind of like I you know this is a hard thing that I'm doing I'm maxed out mm-hmm. and so I can I continued on so uh, I was probably about maybe three quarters done and there was a guy that was around me and he was asking about time and like how we thought we were doing on time, and I was like, I think it's fine. I was like, what, you know, I just coming need a up. Ratchel, someone mentioned time already. Yes, and oh, so it punched him in the nuts. And so, I was like, yeah, I figure if I get up, you know, about whatever time. I I think I said if I can get up, the, if we can get up this in an hour and twenty, hour thirty, something like that. And I think it ended up being like an hour thirty-five up, um, and then you know, the descent to make it for the marathon cutoff is super fast if you need it to. And even if you're even if you're not crushing it, it's you can you run can you can steadily. do pretty well. Mm-hmm. And that in comparison to rat jaw just makes you feel like you have wings. Yes. Um but I told him like, no, I think we're okay. And he was like, yeah, I think we're cutting it a little close. And that totally like got Euro. under there. Like so this was my lowest point of the race was the last part of Rat Jaw. And I had up to that point been like you know, uh, I won't say slow and control like I, yeah, I was slow and controlled and like n- was making decisions about my nutrition and you know how often to use like my bottle and you know when to make myself eat some kind of fat or salt and just all these different things. And at that point, I, I, I won't say it totally went back to what has been my experience the last two BFCs, but I went into a moment of more. Uh, intellectual despair where i was like all of a sudden i was like i cannot have another dnf after angela's crest i cannot have another dnf like i will lose my shit i will lose it i can't if i can't finish this i can't do anything why am i signed up for big's backyard in a month i and just like that whole downward spiral within like eight minutes. I mean, it was literally probably like eight minutes uh, before I was like at the bottom of a pit of despair while still continuing to move forward. I'll give myself credit for that, but it really was like, why do I sign up for any of these things? I can't do any of this. So that was your dark,
0: your intellectual dark spot. Yes. I was
1: like, I just had a DNF and I thought like, if I DNF this race, I just,
0: I think I would take like a year off from running. Which is insane because your track record is immaculate i know
1: but it just and you've done so
0: many hundreds you've done a 200. but you know it it almost doesn't matter
1: in that moment like and we were talking about this and i hate to admit it but i almost have one of those moments every race where it's like i can't do anything and it's not it's not like a you know
0: give me attention because it's to no one (laughs) it's just within your own brain um but I i have moments like that where where mostly i'm like no matter what I do, I will never be a better runner. Right, I'll always be this yeah, runner. Exactly, and I we've talked about
1: this before, and I know this resonated with some people. <laughs> that idea of I train so hard not to be better. mediocre. Yes, like yes. what the fuck? Like what? I show up and do exactly what train I like train like a pro. Every run like a day. fucking amateur. Yeah, and I. I just started to do like math because I mean, Rat Jaw is like a perpetual Jacob's ladder that just kind of goes on forever. It's really hard. I feel like at any point that you're on Rat Jaw to be like, oh, I've got like 30 minutes. No, left. you have no, or I've got course. an hour left. You can't and tell. It's not, and it's not
0: even. You like, can't look at it and, no. And, and, no, it's not even because sometimes it switched. Yeah, you have to take. And you can. Facts. I
1: mean, you can see the fire tower at the end for quite a while before you time-wise get there, and so. I, And it's a, it's incredible, but it's not surprising. And, again, that's why I was kind of, like, fiercely saying earlier, like, when people say things, even though they may seem innocuous to the people that are saying them, it just can worm its way in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I – so I started to push a little bit more, and I had to get to the – I got to the point where I was doing, like, all these – I'll call them games, but in the moment it was, like, acts, it was, like, oh, yeah. motions of survival where I was, like – I would count ten steps, and then I would say – Good job, and that would count ten st- steps and then say good job. And uh, I just watched a movie called Touching the Void, which is about this mountaineer that gets <laughs> that g- goes through this horrible accident. I highly encourage it because it's very motivating. But then, as part of his like survival to try and get himself off this mountain, he like tells himself because he's essentially dragging his fucked up legs that he will get to whatever rock in 20 minutes. And that was his way of like moving himself forward. And he was like, you know, and he goes at times I just wanted to stop, but I would think like, you know, I told myself that I was gonna get to that rock in 20 minutes. That's the mind of an and athlete. He, yeah, and he was like, and then, you know, if I didn't make it in 20 minutes, I was upset and I tried harder to get to the next thing. And that's what kept him alive. So I'm going so up you were ra- in the void. I was touching the void. I was in the void. And I was like <laughs> literally looking at my watch and going, okay, I'm gonna make it to that Bush in a minute, and then I'd be like, I made it there in forty-five seconds! Yay! Wow! I mean, like, this really, is a very
0: cerebral time yes, for you. Yes, yeah,
1: because I, and I that I mean that was when I was trying to like pull it back together where I was like, okay, like, you know, I played a game where I was like, I'm going to count 30 steps. And then when I go 30 steps, I get to spray my face with water again. Like just, you know, because you,
0: I just thought like, just keep You're moving. You're doing like just keep math moving. And self-motivation and I'm singing a Rafi song. That's where <laughs> my weird dumb brain went. Well, that's what happens when you get to find
1: your mojo. This is where you have to go okay. when you are
0: trying to like pull it together. I was singing Nothing can go wrong. Go, I'm in the Congo. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Go, I'm in the con. I mean, we did. I felt like I was in the Congo, and it just felt appropriate. Yep, I was just, I was just like
1: bumping it along, slow and sl- slow and steady. So I got to the top of Rajah with the with the women screaming, "Go red!" You know, oh, I can nice. see you red. Um, which uh,
0: something about people saying like, "I see you," was that, so that encouraging. Was, those exact words. That's what gave me the goosebumps on the top of my head. I was just like. Because you beca- know I'm here because you do feel so insignificant.
1: Yeah, on this eternal climb. Yeah,
0: I see you. Oh, that was so good. So I got up the fire tower,
1: uh, just had a few people there, which was nice. Um, to not Because in past years, there's been a line a of lot. people to get a punch. A lot. Um, came down from the fire tower and ran towards the marathon cutoff. What I didn't know was that Andy had gotten up out of his hole on Rat Jaw and actually saw me come down the fire tower. And was hoping to see me. Was he said all I wanted to do was come on the top of Rat Jaw as you were coming down from the fire tower and give you a high five. And somehow we went into a time space continuum yeah. and missed each other. You are good at that. But I I guess. And he was like, did you like run from the fire tower? I was like, no, I did not run for quite a while. Like I so I did the descent kind of the same thing where it was like I would shuffle like nice and controlled pace. And then would power walk if my stomach started to feel yucky um, oh I, I want to take like a side trip uh, from a problem-solving perspective I was super proud and stoked I came back from having a too sloshy belly two different times by using bananas for potassium purposes to get some of that to get out of my system I also had a couple times where I like chugged too much Tailwind, mm-hmm. and I would look at my watch and be like, "Okay, that was too much. I don't get to drink anything for 15 minutes," and would like Whoa. push it out until Whoa. my stomach was okay. And if that didn't totally worked. For 15 minutes that race, I would have killed myself. No, and it totally saved me from getting huh. that like beach ball stomach feeling. Yeah, and I know you said that you had similar had, to, like coming back from I, the brink of destruction. I want to chug so bad. My body's desire to chug is so real. I I am in the same position. Yeah, but and it I makes did me sips. Sick.
0: I did sips. I was really careful about it. Yeah, so I headed down that descent, feeling warmed up, not hot, warmed up. Yeah, and like fluid. Do you have more? Oh, actually, spot? side note. Go ahead. Uh,
1: another like kudos to preparing for this race. While well, I. Uh, did some sauna work. Only a week and a half, so I would do more in the future. That's just all I could manage, just go around. It completely made a difference for me. Like, from feeling the heat perspective, it was an insane
0: difference. Um. I just don't have time for that Yeah, my day. yeah.
1: But there was something, uh, there was, uh, I thought there was things that you said similar that you, like, troubleshot or
0: nutrition-wise. Yeah, I didn't eat food.
1: Oh, that's know. what it was. Not I didn't eat eating food. solid
0: food. I didn't yeah. eat food. And I can't believe you can do that at this level of effort, but you really can. Yeah. Tailwind. It really works. So,
1: descent. Yes. And I think it's probably worth laying out, too. So, uh, so this, uh, this time in the race is when you have nine and a half hours to make it to Laz, which is where you either have to... Uh, make it by nine and a half hours to make it so that you can continue through to the 50k or if you don't make that cutoff you have to stop and end your race. go to the finish and have a marathon finish so this is like a vital section and it's kind of killer because you don't have a hard and fast cutoff for a while before that so you have a big window of time where you don't know if you are close or if you're not close mm-hmm. like there's a big chunk of this is a good way to time. like
0: recalibrate
1: Yes, like yeah. how you're doing because yes. up until that point, the checkpoint before that is like uh, in the middle of some of the off trail climbs or before all. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like oh, no math,
0: clue. Yeah. yeah, no class. <laughs> so I got to that aid station, uh, got some sword which was fine. I only needed it for a little bo- little chunk of trail, and by the time I got onto that turn, I really felt I felt like a polished marathon runner, like my arms were in, my breathing was really consistent, my gait was smooth, I was tipped forward at the ankles, I was running. Like, running like I would run a real 26.2. Yeah. Like, with my full effort, with good form, and with, like, clear eyes. And not the slap your feet down and see what sticks. Yeah, which is usually where I'm, There I'm just like, oh my god, I have to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm spaghetti like, woman. I'm, I'm a spaghetti woman, and I'm panicked, and my mind is all over the place, and I'm not thinking about form. I'm, like, still trying to eat, and I'm just at this point, I was just like, you don't need food, you're not hungry, you have tailwind, you're okay, and you're about to get a Coca-Cola. So you need nothing and don't try to look for it. So I was just like cinched all my shit in and went, all the way down. It occurs to me, after looking at some of my stats, that I think I have a lost half an hour of time, which is that I got to Laz at 2.30, mm-hmm. two hours before the cutoff, and then I checked out from Laz at 2.34. Okay. So that's an hour and 35 minutes more than I usually have at huh. least. Maybe an hour and 40 more than I usually have. But it only beat my time by an hour and my final climb was spectacular. So I'm wondering where did that extra half an hour of time go? We'll have to map that out later. Yes. Well we okay. will because it's very weird to me because at that spot I was, I was two hours ahead of cutoff. Hmm. Which is
1: insane for me. So, I went from my panic spot from the time I got to the top of Rat Jaw and being like, I'm short on time, I'm short on time, I'm short on time, to all of a sudden doing the final descent into Laz and being like, wait a second. How much time did you have? I, so when I got to the top of Rat Jaw, I had an hour and a half to get to Laz. Oh, wow. And I ended up getting down there with... Uh, I think it was like twenty five minutes before the cutoff. Perfect, which, beautiful. Yeah, so That's like the best we've as ever I started done, ever, I
0: know. So as I started to do this descent, I was like, wait a second. You actually had more time than we've ever had. I know, and I I completely so you must knew have like, that. Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: Because and in the past years when we've had less time at the cutoff, I have been more of a zombie on chimney. Yeah. So like I I was just kind of like. And if this, if that guy happens to be listening, I don't really mean this, but fuck that guy on Radja. Jaw. Yeah, I was like, no, I was it's like, okay. no, I'm completely fine yeah. on time. Like, it was just funny because you start to do this bad math in your yeah. head where you're like, I need to, you know, this plus this is We've always eked and then, by. Yeah.
0: I was thrilled, thrilled to have yes. 20 minutes last year when you saw the, my, I am calm face, exactly. which is like
1: <laughs> mischievous totally woman. Totally yes. freaked
0: out. But like 20 minutes was like, I am all this fucking man. Exactly. So when I got down there with two hours, I was like what's happening today? How far can I go? I
1: know. Like, I'm, how far can I push it? Right. So when I had 20 minutes, I was stoked. I was like, okay, I am not, like, I'm not fucked up. My stomach is still working. I don't feel like I'm going to puke. So your head I was to, back up yeah, in spot. Yeah, I was totally fine. I, like, got to sit down and was, like, changing out stuff in my drop bag, you know, mm-hmm. uh, drank just enough Coke that uh, I felt like I got a treat, mm-hmm. but th- I didn't. I didn't eat like my York peppermint patty oh, or anything else. Like I just iced my bladder and started up chimney top. Oh, I did I did have to I did change my socks and I ended up leaving the aid station with my shoes untied on purpose because I was like I'll tie them when I get up on the trail. But I had done almost all of all of going up rat Jaw and the descent down to Laz with one of my insoles smashed in the end of my shoe. I don't know so how you like did that. I I was just like I kept thinking that my shoes, my socks were like wrinkled in there. I was like, I'll fix it when I get down and then I like took on you my shoe and I was like, I was like,
0: oh, never mind. <laughs> this is
1: real this fucked is up in here. Up.
0: Yeah. Um I I felt like the bell of the ball at my uh uh Stanley cooler because I had a white hotel washcloth that was wrapped up in ice mm-hmm. and a Coca-Cola and then three bottles of cold Gatorade and Tailwind. Yeah. So I put, I took my shirt off. I took my sleeves off. I took my all of my buffs off. And I was racing in a sports bra. I iced my bra. I put on my waistband. I had all this cold liquids. And I was just like, I have everything. And some guy <laughs> saw me wipe my whole face and body down with a freezing cold washcloth. And he was like, oh that's really smart and I was like (laughs) the best things you learn yes uh so I geared up oh and then I crossed the thing and went to Sandra and Laz and Sandra looked at her watch this is like so juicy to me and I want to like write about it in my journal she was like you're here right now and she looked at her watch which makes me feel like Sandra remembers how I usually do at BFC. like There's a little place in your heart that remembers me.
1: That that thinks like, this is not time for you to be here yet.
0: You are early. It was such a good feeling. So I chugged my Coke, I shuffled on the road, and I was just, I was honestly pumped. I was pumped to the final climb, because I was just like, you know everything that you need to do. I really don't know where that extra chunk of time went because I just slayed.
1: You're going to find out you were like by the drop bags for 45 minutes just like (laughs) like bathing in a white towel.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what
1: happened. (laughs) Totally. Maybe. That's possible. Uh, And the last stretch is like uh, it's like an eight and a half mile loop. It's a climb that just has Several different tops to it, <laughs> um, but it's funny that you kind of thought the same thing. I also had similar feelings where I and I you know what's up, out there and I again was being kind of bossy to people that like had time to go out on the fifty k. I was like I because I know that I've gone and death marched to the top of that. climb. You can climb. still do it. Yes, and it's not. However, you run the downhill like a banshee. Yes, but I did not this year. So I went. I went uh, nice and steady going up the climb and did not have. Uh, If you've ever seen the movie There's Something About Mary There's one of the characters uh, Pretends like he has polio Which is horrible um, And has like these crutches that he's continuously, like, flailing out to the side. And that's how I usually am doing that last climb, <laughs> where I have my trekking poles and I'm like, I'm oh, 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 just, like, standing there and trying to, like, hold it together and then move slowly up while I think about puking. And again, that was not my experience this year because I, I think because I kept myself cooler and didn't get to the place where my head was going to explode and my stomach sucked and I didn't, like... Usually I'm so excited to get to my drop bag stuff that I, like, chug a whole bunch of stuff, and then that mm-hmm. makes my stomach want to mm-hmm. explode. So it's a lot more controlled and a lot less, I deserve all the treats, yeah. you know? Even if, if it makes
0: me sick, give it to me. Right. Uh, so did the last
1: climb, slow and steady, and got to the descent and tried to bomb it like I have in the past and was like, nope, that's not going to be a thing that happens. And I thought, you know, when I got to the end of Rat Jaw, I just thought to myself finishing this is so important to me like I just want to finish Mm -hmm. and again just anything is a bad expression but I thought what I have to do today is finish Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. and that's it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it doesn't make a difference whether it's close to my times what they've been in the past or what I just need to finish. And by the time I got to Chimney and knowing that I hadn't made any big mistakes and that I just kind of chugged through the day and you know, having DNF'd at Angeles Crest or as my husband was quick to point out today, which I thought was, was kind and valid. He was like, you know, uh, because he works within physical therapy, he was like, you know, as a medical person, he's like, I know the toll it takes to come from a stress reaction. And you know, thinking about that still being a tail end um, and just thinking about some things that I feel like I've lost from a couple of race experiences that I've had, not just Angels Crest, but other things where I've walked away feeling like less of a badass and not more, mm-hmm. which historically has been my experience going into things and then leaving and being like, wow, well, I didn't know I could do that. Mm-hmm. And instead having a handful of things where I was like, I thought I could do that. Oh yeah. And so this was a nice thing to get some of that back where I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I thought maybe I couldn't. But I can. Yeah. I, it wasn't a ton. I didn't get a ton of hard assness back, but I got enough that I was like, okay, I can keep building momentum upwards. Good. Which is a really good thing to go into Big's backyard in a month with. Mm. But chimney tab. Now you do your chimney tab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think I saw him tagged in a picture today. I wish I could remember what his name is. Um, but I got with this this shirtless runner with a visor on who I think I've run with in previous years who was out for a bloodlust for like a, like a friendly rivalhood and had known that there was a guy ahead of him that he wanted to beat. And he was like, do you wanna play a game? I was like, yeah. He was like, you chase me and then I'll chase you. And then you chase me. And I was like, yeah, I definitely wanna do that. Because as I was headed up Chimney, like, there, you know, there's, like, tears and rhymes. I think it's key standing. to point out that usually at this point in the race, it
1: looks like a scene from The Walking Dead yeah. where everybody is just kind of stumbling around and Lauren sitting is playing rocks. chase with a
0: stranger. Anyhow. <laughs> again, the whole stumbling into a rave thing holds up. There was really nobody out there. There was no one sitting. There was, like, a lot of what looked like French guys with trekking poles who were just like, I don't know how to do this. I know how to do this. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. i doing good. Like, they just look like, like, you know, there's, like, a... There's, like, a breed of Barclays people who are just, like, French and really into it and never yeah. look pitiful. There were just those guys out there. Um, I'm into those guys. So, I chased him, and then I saw probably two or three women, like, ripped women in sports bras and booty shorts. In, like, really cute outfits. CrossFit faction. Yes. And I was just, like, I... I'm scared to be in this part of the race where I feel like I want to be chasing people down because I know that I just need to do what I came to do and I can't make it about other people because I can't sabotage my own race because of ego, you know? Like, I can't just be like, oh, I've got to pick the women off now. What if I burn up before I have to do my final four-mile descent and I have to do it fast? And I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep this guy in my sight lines. So I followed him and we passed his guy and then we passed two women and I was like, Ooh, it feels good. And then we started our descent, and we came upon Larry Kelly, who I had promised the day before that if I made it to Spicewood, I would kiss him squarely on the mouth. And I, he punched my bib, and he goes, where's my kiss? And I looked up at his face, and he was really close to me, and I just leaned in and smooched him on the face. And we both laughed our asses off, and I flew out of there. I got one bottle of water and just blazed. Uh, I passed at least one or two more women, and in my mind, I had done the math that I was 35th at the prison, I thought, I really thought I was like the fifth or sixth woman. And I was feeling, but that's good because what it gave me was a shitload of confidence. Even if it wasn't true Yeah, at all. Spoiler alert. It wasn't true. It wasn't true. So that guy and I ran hard. And then at some point with maybe two and a half miles to go, I lost that guy and was back to my mantra for this race was just, um, calm, tight and efficient or something to that effect like cool calm efficient like tight breathing and running fluidly like as hard as you can without feeling like it's going to tip over so just up to the edge before you fall over the edge and i would say i went steadily faster for the last four or five miles of that race until i just got to a breakneck speed like i got to the road i got halfway through the road section i saw the back of Andy, and I was like, oh, no, Andy. But Andy did get to go the furthest he's ever gone this yeah. year. He so got he to made make to it past the checkpoint. Yeah, so he got to
1: the marathon, or the 50K cut up on time, and then got pulled by the sweepers on Chimney.
0: So it was, like, it was bittersweet. It was, I was happy to see someone I knew, but I was also like, oh, Andy, and he was running with another guy, and he was like, oh, can I run you in? And I was like, yeah, and he was like, never mind, I'm not going to do that. So I... I got the, you know, the cold feeling all over the body. And there's no one there to cheer me out at the end, but I was just like, okay. I'm- the burdens
1: of being the fastest one in the group. <laughs> it is worth mentioning, so there were seven of us from Columbus, Ohio. And I shouldn't even say Columbus, Ohio, like within our direct group. And Lauren cleanly came up as the, the front runner within the group. The fastest <laughs> time in the group.
0: Yeah, so I came into the uh, the final, the straightaway, and saw that I was going to maybe just make it with eleven zero zero on the clock and I wouldn't have flipped over to the one if I could just floor it. And I must have I must have been at a dead seven. And I made it through at eleven hours. So cool. It was probably one of the best races of my life. My dark moments were short. I do not
1: want to I like just want that to like hang in the air for a second. So you're female
0: placing. Oh yeah so I got twelfth. Um, it, it was a faster race this year. Um, there was a lot of runnable places this year. It's still so crazy though.
1: So uh, again, to it's recap, she, she ran an hour and five minutes faster, and did three places better on the female. Yeah, I mean, it, that's really yeah.
0: surprising. Yeah, it's a bummer. That's a good word. Surprising. <laughs> it's surprising. It's a bit. It's a bit of a bummer. But I made, I made two of my major goals, and I figure that one of them, was so significant that i can say okay forget the top 10 issue for sure yeah i i I don't it's so hard to
1: pr at that race anyways because of the course changes so to cleanly have an hour plus pr and especially when it's not just the course was faster because your times at bfc have been like 12, 30, 12, 20,
0: 12, 05, and now to go jump into the 11s, that's huge. It's so just, cool. You know, and there's always something that you want more, like, if I had run faster on the descent, I could have made it into the 10s, you know? I mean, yeah, you always want more than what you got. Yeah. But I think that I ran it exactly as well as I could have, and I think if I had gone any harder, something would have broken. For sure. So... I think I raced smart and strong, and I raced. I always raced in the moment. I always thought, what do you have to give to this section? So yeah, I'm very, very happy. Um, and our crew all made it to the 50K. Yeah, and so uh, just so I once I got to the end of the race, I actually got
1: to see Andy, who was definitely not going to take a shower. He was coming to see me <laughs> come out yes, of the woods. Yes, he definitely was going to see you <laughs> on the course. So we actually got to shuffle some of the road section together. Oh, good. And then, once I got within, uh, I just, towards the end of Chimney, I started to get emotional because I was like, I did it, I did it, like, because again, I just felt like that was taken away from me a little bit, and once I got, like, within sight of the finish line, I totally, like, just started sprinting like a crazy person, and was literally screaming, I did it, as I came into the shoot, and, because I just, I felt that, like, so strongly, and, uh, I ended up with a time just under 13 hours, and I was like, you know what? I am totally cool with that. Like, uh, Hell yeah. So it's 30, it's like 30 plus minutes slower than I've done it before, but I didn't do it last year, you know? I just, I have Biggs Backyard coming up, mm-hmm. and I told myself after AC that I would much rather in this series of three races that I've had with Angeles Crest, Barkley Fall Classic, and Biggs Backyard coming up, I would much rather have my results ramp up than mm-hmm. ramp down. Yes. Um, so it's funny, you can tell yourself that, that you would be satisfied with just a 50K finish. But of course, as soon as you finish, it's There's like, well, more. no, I should have done better than my times were before because the course was fast. <laughs> and you just go, like, fuck, brain. Would There's you just always give me a something break? more. There's yeah. always something more. But yeah,
0: that's a good lesson to learn is that you should just take your victory and yeah. hold on to it like a teddy bear for a little while and, and not, not ask for anything else. Yeah,
1: and just. Kind of like believe yourself or give your own words more value to yourself because I told myself previously I want to finish the fifty k. Like I didn't have a time goal. Yeah. I didn't have you a. You did PR the goal you wanted yes, to do. and then as soon as you do it, you're like, well,
0: they call that throwing the flag, yeah. where you take you come to the finish of of the thing that you wanted to do, and then you throw the flag further, even though you achieved the thing you wanted exactly. to do. Exactly. Don't do that. I know. <laughs> um well my dogs are home now so we might yes, have to wrap it up a little yeah, bit absolutely but,
1: um, um i'm trying to think of if there's any oh there are definitely a you are getting ready to do some recap stuff so it was so awesome so there's a very select group of people and lauren's in one of them so there are this is the fifth year for the barclay fall classic there are six people who got their fifth finish um, two of them we got Very to see within amazing, amazing finishes. So Gina Fiorini, who I mentioned earlier, is one of them who has just been super sick and had lots of stomach stuff and didn't think she was gonna make it. Squeeze it out to get her fifth, her just fifth BFC baller. finish. I was so um, impressed by her, and it was so
0: cool to hang out with her. She
1: was one of the finishes within what we'll call the golden hour. So like only I think with BFC the golden hour is actually the last twenty minutes of the race. So Gina came in. We got to see Nick Yates, uh, one of of our runner friends from shop lope get his fifth finish he After, also like, had a heat really hard and day
0: shaky and confused and worried that he wasn't going to make it and he dug yeah. deep
1: so it was awesome so we got to see uh a couple of the five-time finishers so there are now six five-time finishers there are six four-time bfc finishers and you know we'll see what happens next year um there were the finishing rate so out of the 400 plus people that finished about half of them finished the 50k that is a little bit higher than past years Mm -hmm. um of the 200 and some 50k finishers uh, about forty of those were women. Can you so imagine it's I, less than a
0: fourth of the field I as have women. To, like call I have, your girlfriends and tell them to start training yeah. now. We need more women in the field next year. Yeah. So
1: if you're if if you're listening to this, like women, come come
0: run the Barkley Fall Classic. Please like, come. I, you know, I, it's just there's no reason why there should be more. men. Like, uh, I mean there just, are plenty of races such a, just, where we're such, dominated just,
1: d- such a discrepancy it like, is that's uh, a huge discrepancy yeah and it wasn't and it's not that uh less women finished the 50k There just were less women yeah. so so get out um, there please but yeah i i'm i will say with the higher finisher rate i'm totally gearing up for the course next year to be brutal uh, it's and it's going to be savage it's going to be brutal and unmarked. it's going to be savage next year so uh, so, well, come. we hope you... Yeah, so come, come along. In. Come to the Savagery. Um, we we hope you enjoyed the BFC recap. I know this is our third episode on this. We <laughs> might do a <it> fourth. <laughs> but if you enjoyed this episode or maybe you stumbled on us just because we're talking about the Barkley Fall Classic or you've been here for a while... Please be sure to review us on iTunes. We we never do these call outs. um, We never do we never never bother you to it. We don't have commercials. We don't bother you for anything. But we we never ask you to We don't have theme music or microphones either, but whatever. Um, (laughs) but if you could review us on iTunes or wherever, that helps people find us. Um, if you could like us on Facebook, share the Burf Barf page with people you know, or, you know, just tag us on stuff on Instagram. We'll really take whatever you got. If you want to be like, hey, listen to this shit show. Uh, yeah. At Burf say Barf whatever Podcast. whatever you want. We don't care.
0: Just send it out. Whatever. S- we send just, it in the universe. Yeah. And this, and then the universe <laughs> will provide. Um, I'd just like to leave this final Easter egg here for Betty Yancey. <clears throat> <clears throat> I thought else? you were going
1: to say Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> Anyways, uh, enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will be back with you talking about our next big things, which we don't have time to talk about, but we will next time. Goodbye! Okay, love you, bye.